1: our emotions about what was going on at the time too because of George Floyd's passing and trying to like manage those emotions while also managing all of this attention now that we were getting you know for for this platform
2: Hey, I'm Tamara and I'm Derek
0: and we are the co-founders of Soul Foodie. Soul Foodie is a brand in an online community that tells the stories and showcases the talents of creators and entrepreneurs excelling and innovating in the Black food and beverage space.
2: We have created the Black and Highly Flavored podcast to bring the stories of these innovators to life. We also get a little personal because we want to introduce you,
0: our listeners, not only to the product or brand, but also to the people behind the brand.
2: So Tam, today we're going to have a conversation with uh, Anthony and Janique from Eat Okra. I first came in contact with Anthony early on when we started Soul Foodie. I became aware of this amazing app that he was was, uh, uh, creating. And actually reached out to him, and we had a long conversation. Learned about about eat okra. He was actually the, the the subject of one of our first blog posts. And most recently, we actually partnered during the pandemic to put together a list of black-owned restaurants that were offering third-party delivery, which we shared across the um, uh, Soul Foodie platform. What compels you about this interview and this couple?
0: Well, you know, I love eat okra. I when you first brought it to my attention, I you know, read about them and I just love the concept, but just getting to know them as a couple. And I think our connection during this interview will, will show it was a lot of fun. Um, We could, I could definitely relate to having to um, quarantine together as a couple with you working from home and, you know, getting on each other's doggone nerves and (laughs) uh, kind of invading my space a little bit. So it was just, it was just an overall fun. I think our listeners will enjoy it, just learning about what they're doing. And I hope our listeners will enjoy the podcast.
2: Let's start with the genesis of Eat Okra. So how did you come up with the idea of Eat Okra? And then, you know, how long did it take to come from concept until you're ready to, to, to launch the app?
1: So it kind of started when we moved. um, I moved to Brooklyn uh, back in 2016. I finally paid off all of my student loans and was finally able to move out of my mom's house into my own apartment. And I moved out to Brooklyn. I'm originally from the Bronx, and I didn't really know anything about Brooklyn at all. Anthony and I were just dating at the time, and Um, He kind of helped me move into my new apartment and we didn't even have furniture. uh, We didn't have a stove or refrigerator. So we kind of were forced to venture out and really, you know, for food, we wanted to support black owned restaurants because we wanted to um, really get to know the neighborhood, um, get to know the community that, you know, we were, we were moving into. And so we were, you know, trying to find these restaurants. Um, a lot of it, we, you know, a lot of them we discovered through recommendations and word of mouth. Some of them we went online and we found, like, these various lists and things like that. And at the time, Anthony had wanted to build an app. Um, it was something that he wanted to do sort of as a personal challenge for himself as a developer because he'd built websites before, but he'd never built an app. And he was kind of asking me, you know, um, you know, I want to build an app, but I just don't know what, you know, I want to build. And during that time, I was just like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if you kind of built an app that made finding Black-owned restaurants uh, super convenient for people? And really, he kind of got to work from there, from that from that conversation.
3: Yeah. So from, from that point, it took about... Uh, I'd say about six, seven months to, you know, kind of plan it and then code like a beta version of it. As soon as we put it out, we we started getting some downloads on it. And that was about
2: six months later after we kind of envisioned it in the spring. So it was six months from concept to being in the app stores. Yes. Wow. That's
0: impressive. It sounds like you had to do three phases at one time because you had to make sure when people downloaded it, that there were actual restaurants on the app. So Did you divide and conquer? Was Janique like talking to restaurants to get them on the app while you were developing the app? Like how did that process kind of work?
3: Yeah, we kind of worked in parallel. Janique um, was really doing a lot of the research. She was aggregating all the data. And I was, um, you know, learning about the software tools I wanted to use to create the app. And, you know, I started implementing the code. And then, you know, we started testing it on our, you know, the beta testing it with a bunch of people. So we were confident the app was going to not crash
0: on you. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So our focus was really like on sourcing all of this data and all of this information, because we we wanted to make sure that when people downloaded the app that they actually saw listings right. on the app. Our, our focus was mo- mainly, you know, let's build up this list, give people something to see on the platform And then, you know, hopefully that will drive people to download it. We can then go to businesses and say, you know, this is what we have. We have this platform that people are actually using um, and they actually see it as a real tool. So I I think we kind of did things a little uh, backwards, I guess. But we wanted to bring something that we felt would have value um, back to the business owners.
2: Let me ask you this i've I've worked in the restaurant business for about 20 years. I work primarily for a lot of chains but i've I've been in, in and around restaurant owners for a long time and as a group, especially uh, uh, black restaurant owners, they can be a little cynical. What were the first impressions when you asked some of these restaurants to 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 come on was it you know, is this free? Is there a catch? What were some of the initial impressions you got from the restaurant?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, another, another app.
2: Yeah, so
3: the, the, the reactions we get now versus when we got two, two to four years ago are completely different. Now that we've kind of trended a little bit, we're a little bit more of a recognizable brand, they're now coming to us versus us, like, really reaching out to them. We, we never really, like, tried to really pitch the app as, like, a selling, like, buy into our what we're doing up until a couple months ago. Before that, it was just like awareness, like this is our app, you know, you're on it, this is how we found you, you know, what, what do you think? And many of them just didn't understand, <laughs> didn't understand. Some got it, a few, like very few, like actually got it and understand like the power of it.
2: Yeah, and I bet I bet those lines were based on age and technological proficiency, if you will. I can imagine some of these older restaurant tours that I've worked with in the past that are just, you know, I've been doing it this way for 15 years. I don't want to stray, uh, even if it doesn't cost me anything. They just just don't understand. Let's go back to June. You know, we had this Black Lives Matter resurgent, and then all of a sudden there was this explosion of interest in anything that was Black. And one of the low-hanging fruits, and I saw it on Soul Food, and we saw it throughout the food media world, is populations that all of a sudden gravitated toward black restaurants and they were looking for places and look sitting right here is this wonderful app what was that like i mean it must have been on one hand amazing and a roller coaster ride but at the same time harrowing what were those what were those first couple of weeks like
1: chaotic
2: <laughs> okay
1: pure chaos
2: <laughs> how quickly did you realize something was happening
1: Our Instagram just took off. We saw a huge increase in following. And then there was an instance where we were getting so many downloads uh, that the app actually was breaking at one point. Anthony had to go in and upgrade our software.
3: Yeah, it came to like a, a real slow crawl.
1: It was also tough managing our emotions about what was going on at the time too those emotions that were coming up because of George Floyd's passing and trying to like manage those emotions while also managing all this attention now that we were getting you know for for this platform
3: yeah and what's crazy is a couple days prior i put out a new version of the app of course not knowing what's going to happen that we were going to trend and then just got hit with thousands of downloads a day
0: We will be right back after this message.
2: Like you said, your profile has been enhanced over the last six to nine months. What kind of responses are you getting now? And do you have any success stories you can share with us? We've had a few people
3: write us saying like, oh, my husband uses it when he travels all the time. I was, another woman wrote in said her and her daughter had traveled to Oakland and they used the app the entire weekend. And, you know, that that definitely feels good. People are creating... Instagram stories or, or posts about us, you know, saying that they, they found it on eDokra, same thing on Twitter. You know, it's, it's definitely been a lot a big help to a lot of people. You know, we're really excited for, you know, our growth that we we, we hope to have in the next couple of years and, and really like have more of a tangible effect on businesses, you know, being able to, to make it to the next month, the next year, or next couple of years, knowing that there's an app, Dedicated to their success.
2: Well, let me. How many how many restaurants do you have on the platform right now?
3: So right now we have about four thousand.
2: Okay, All right.
3: And then we have a, a list of about eight thousand listings that we have to go through as well. Some of those are duplicates, but many of them are, are new. And those are just restaurants. We're also going to be highlighting food trucks now as well, and uh, we'll be highlighting caterers and chefs, and we'll be highlighting uh, marketplace
0: items. Oh, that's great. So you said you have eight thousand m- more to go through. So how do you vet out and make sure they're black-owned restaurants? Like, what's your vetting process like?
3: Yeah. So we um we, we make sure we, we try to call every restaurant. If we don't know firsthand knowledge that it's black-owned, we um uh, we have a team now that helps us make calls to the owner and and just ask the staff or the ownership if it's black-owned.
0: Okay. So that's a lot, that's a lot to get through. Eight thousand.
3: Yeah, people, it's funny because people ask, you know, how can they help? Can they volunteer? And we're like, yeah, definitely. And then as soon as we tell them, like, what has to be done, like, they do about 10 restaurants. And then it's like, okay, I never hear from them again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tedious. It's, it's repetitive, you know.
0: So what has been the biggest business lesson that you, either of you or both of you have learned thus far from the Eat Okra experience?
1: I think patience would probably be my biggest uh, lesson.
3: Okay. There's time to grow. There's time to change. There's time to pivot. We don't have to stick to one playbook and ride that out, but we can keep evolving our playbook and adding more pages to it.
0: That's a good lesson, the pivot. So do you have any suggestions or opinion on how to keep the momentum going and continue to keep Black-owned businesses top of mind? The, are you seeing that it's kind of died off a little bit, or
3: yeah, I think it's definitely dialed back, especially with you know the normal news cycle continuing. So the focus is definitely not there, but there are still companies that have multi-year plans to support Black businesses. You know, we're definitely networking with a lot of them to keep Black-owned businesses in the forefront.
2: Okay, I know you. You recently had a successful fundraising campaign where I read you were looking to expand and hire some employees to add on these additional restaurants and obviously operating capital. H- have you been inundated with VC money out of uh, California and around the world? <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is that, you know, we've, we've definitely been
3: hit up a few times, but they still don't want to fund unless they see our business. Model actually working and, and in action revenue. even though we, we have 300,000 downloads okay. and crazy momentum really you know we have more downloads than season companies that are funded that's still not enough for the VCS and you know angel investors um, that we've spoken to so far to, to like really get them to buy into what we're doing
2: yeah yep yep I know I know so do you do you have um, a path to revenue? We talked about initially how the restaurants are reluctant, but I could see some opportunities for like enhanced listings or things like that. Have you thought about how you're going to monetize this thing moving forward?
3: Yeah, definitely. We, I mean, we've had our model for a little while now, but now we're actually able to really like go after that. And then um, we have a back end model where we really want to educate and offer services with some of our partners that we're going to be
2: working with at a, at a discount. For the individual restaurants or for the subscribers to the app? Individual restaurants. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. That makes a lot of sense.
1: We're trying to build out this ecosystem of support for restaurants because we feel like that's going to, you know, be super important for them going forward and helping them get through this, you know, really rough patch right now.
0: Right. Okay. Now I want to get a little into your business. So do you have any advice to anyone who may be listening, who's starting a business or working on a business with their significant other on, you know, how to manage that process? And, you know, is it like just walking out and taking a a walk around the block?
1: Keep the bar stocked. No. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to say anything else. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's important to take to take those breaks. It's important to to make time for yourself, but also to make time for each other as a couple, outside of the business, outside of right. everything else that you might have going on. You have to kind of tap into I guess the the foundation in the beginning, which is, you know, the relationship that's the foundation that's the beginning of everything so you definitely have to kind of cultivate that continue to cultivate that and work on that and you know not neglect that
3: and i would say you have to continue to to build your communication skills and right not only as husband and wife but as like partners like in in a business so there's different skills to learn on on how each other handles business
1: right or handle. And knowing when to show up as, like, business partner or Mm -hmm. show up as wife, you know, it's, you have to kind of manage that. um, Right. Definitely,
3: definitely, you know, have hard cutoffs on continue, like, work conversations all night. (laughs) I know (laughs) I could, right? Janique reminds me, like, I'm not talking about Eat today. Yeah, I'm (laughs)
1: like... It's Netflix together. time. Let's go. <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah, you ha- you have to. I know. You know, Derek and I are working on Soul Foodie together, and I have another career. And you know, we do. It, it's you know learning to work together in a business as a couple, uh, and it is frustrating <laughs> sometimes. And I do want to strangle him sometimes. And. But we do take our time, and you know we live in Florida, so we're able to just say, okay, let's go. Over, let's go to the beach for an hour. Or let's just kind
2: of step away from it. So it is important. Yeah, we can get out and walk around and just you know decompress. So how can we? If there's any restaurants uh, that are listening here today, how can they sign up to be on the on the platform?
3: Yeah. So right. Uh, very recently, we added a new button on our homepage that says, Get Listed. So you, you go to www.eokra.com.
2: So it's on a website, not not within the app?
3: Correct. It's on the web Okay. As a business owner, you would go to the website and fill out the form on the Get Listed button. And it takes you through like three steps to enter your information. And then we, we make the connection between your business account and user account. And then you're, you're fully set
2: up. I always like to end this with some fun questions. So who's more culinary focused in the household there?
1: (laughs) Who's my culinary focus, me or you? I feel like it's equal.
2: Equal? Okay. All right. So Janique, we'll ask you the first question. Oh, no. So what food trend are you really feeling right now? What is some hot food trend that you can't get enough of or you're intrigued about right now?
1: There's this one restaurant out here in Brooklyn that we just discovered called Nostrand Social. Nostrand Social. I feel like I should get a check because I'm always talking about you guys. (laughs) But I love their Rasta Pasta. I, I will order it every single day, literally. So, Anthony,
2: I'm going to ask you the counter to that. What food trend are you hating on right now? I got one. Okay. Well, Janique, you can answer if Anthony's struggling.
1: I would say chicken and waffles. Like, I'm so done. With, I don't have to see another chicken and waffle.
2: Yeah, I've seen red velvet chicken and waffles. Yeah, it's, it's jumped the shark yeah. now. <laughs> so I'll ask you, both of you, this. What's your what's your secret food or snack food obsession? Janique's is french fries. She'll kill some french fries.
1: Yeah, I I... Yeah. I can't even share an order of fries. Like, I'm just.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To find Black-owned restaurants near you or in a city that you will be visiting, please download Eat Okra app in the App Store and be sure to visit them online at
2: eatokra.com. Thank you for joining us today. Please be sure to follow and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter, and Instagram at soulfoodie, S-O-U-L-P-H-O-O-D-I-E, and check out our website at soulfoodie.com.